you, Ben, because you're closest. Uh, we asked the question to think about uh, what does Father's Day mean to you? How would you respond to that question? Um, I guess really uh, it's my opportunity to sleep in for the one weekend of the year. <laughs> Outside my birthday, of course, um, where I don't make brekkie and I actually get a special brekkie. So that's excellent. That's probably summation. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and uh, Ben, you've got to take... Hang on, I haven't finished oh, with you yet. Uh, I do have a dad joke too. Dad jokes, you'll have to... Okay. You, you oh, put them in the awards afterwards right. and finish with that. But uh, uh, seriously though, uh, for you in your situation, uh, we've all got different stories here in front of us today, but your dad uh, passed away when you were actually quite young. I, I, tell us the age and tell us what impact that's had on you in terms of Father's Day. Uh, yeah, I was 16 when my old man passed away. Um, so he was a pretty big guy. He was six foot three, weighed about 110 kilos. Um, so he was a pretty big guy. But I think Father's Day is often a bit of a struggle. Um, before I had kids, it was yeah. always a very, very tough time and a bit of a yeah. sad time. Yeah. But I think once I've had kids, it's actually then they uh, honour me with Father's Day. So it's actually turned it from a, a negative sort of loss thing to a positive yeah. gain. Mm. Excellent. Okay, I might shoot that down to Ben uh, Maddock on the other end. Uh, Ben, you've got a similar story. Uh, You were a little bit older when your dad passed away, but still quite young. So talk to us about what Father's Day means for you uh, in light of that. Yeah, I think, so I lost my dad about 20 years ago. Um, I was 20, 23, thereabouts, a bit older than Ben. But um, I think for us, Father's Day, or for me, a chance to share about my dad with my kids and my wife, who none of them uh, knew him. Um, so it was a chance to, to remember what he was like and share some, some funny stories and some, some good stories with the kids and, um, uh, I guess, just honour him in that and spend some time with, with wider family, I suppose. Fantastic. Yeah, OK. Thanks, Ben. Um, Wayne, uh, you're at the other end of the scale where, blessedly, both of your parents are still alive in their 80s and living just down at Hawthorne Dean. So talk to us about what Father's Day means to you in light of that and, and for you generally. Yeah, cool. Um, yeah, I mean, Father's Day, I think, is fantastic for one day to to honour uh, our fathers. Um, but I, I find it really challenging as well. I, I feel really blessed that my dad's still alive um, and really challenged about how can I actually be honouring him more than just one day a year? Um, you know, he's done a lot, a lot for me and it's just a challenge that it's probably crystallised more as he's getting older as well um, to what are the things I can do on other days of the year to actually honour him, spend time with him and just thank him for what he's done as well. So a real challenge. Yeah, yeah. that's great. I want to ask now, Ben Muller, um, what are your memories of your dad and, and when thinking about, you know, the, the first impression that you received of fatherhood from your dad, what are some of the thoughts that come to your mind? Um, there's a couple where he obviously smacked pretty hard. Right, uh, okay. So that's one of them. But I think uh, my dad was very generous. Uh, I remember going to um, the Maya Magic Centre up the top and I uh, went with all my cousins and I'm from a pretty big family. So my dad actually bought uh, $25 worth of mixed lollies when, when lollies were like one cent each. So that was like this massive bag. And I don't know why he did it, but yeah, it was very generous. He also could chat with everyone. Like um, occasionally we went shopping uh, and my dad would know everyone down every aisle and going food shopping would take hours, like literally hours. Um, 
And uh, also, he just worked incredibly hard. Like, he was self-employed as an earth mover, so he worked five and a half, six days a week, and then the other time was bookkeeping and repairing equipment. So I didn't see him a huge amount. So I think that's really impacted me in terms of making sure that I don't fall into that trap yeah. regarding work. It's just I don't know when my day's up, and yeah. so I don't want to spend all my time at work. Yeah, that's great. Thanks, Ben. Uh, Wayne, uh, your dad, uh, initial impressions, uh, what are your memories when you were a younger man of your father? Yeah, sure. Um, Probably three key things that I I remember and and still um, reflect on is uh, his absolute integrity and character and how that's been consistent throughout his whole life. Um, Fantastic. I also think of uh, sacrifice and also the things that he's taught me. So an example of sacrifice um, for me, I remember like when I was eight years old, I had my heart set on being a, a Cub Scout um, and back in, believe it or not, back in those days, the, that, the scouting movement was going through a massive boom and you couldn't, at the time, you couldn't actually get me into any of the local troops, believe it or not. Um, at the end of that, um, he didn't give up and he spoke to one of the troops that actually needed a leader in the scouts side of things and basically the deal was if he, if he um, volunteered to become a leader then they'd, they'd sort of slot me into the cub group. So he was actually prepared to put aside... You know, one night a week plus other things as well to lead this scout group just as an entry point for me to come into the Cubs. And, you know, he continued on in that um, even after I'd left the movement and was able to influence greatly the lives of a lot of boys. But um, to actually make that sacrifice just for me was fantastic. Um, and I think of the things he's taught me, lot, lots of things, but I was sort of saying to David the other day, when I was about probably sort of 16, 17, I was sort of fortunate enough to have... Um, my first car and also this motorbike and both of them were absolute heaps of junk um, so um, as much fun as they were we'd sort of spend pretty much every weekend doing something either on the bike or the car just to keep these darn yeah. things going but mm. I learned a lot about how to fix things and working with my dad as well and just there's other ways as well but he'd actually be someone that would actually teach me and give me skills that I could then sort of use on later in life as well so it's fantastic. That's great. Ben Maddock, you've got a similar situation to Ben, where Ben remembers that one act of generosity, uh, not unlike Wayne, where you know his dad sacrificed, Ben bought him some lollies. Um, but you had a situation at the end of your schooling in year 12 when your dad did something that caught you by surprise that you've never forgotten that's left in him. Tell us a bit about that. So I, I had... Uh, uh Probably didn't try as hard as I should have in year 12. Ended up failing. Um, had to go around again, which was a bit sad. But uh, one of the defining positive characteristics of my dad was he was always super encouraging. Of, of I have two younger sisters and of all of us, he was, he was really encouraging. And uh, having failed year 12, he took me out and bought me a Tommy Emanuel CD. It's <laughs> kind of a bit of a pick-me-up, which was, which was kind of funny. So but, instead um, of uh, bailing instead you of out castigating and telling me, how which you probably you should have done and said, why didn't you actually study... Um, <laughs> He, uh, yeah, he bought you a CD. He bought me a CD and said, look, nice you know, move. that's... Because he knew I was feeling pretty pretty bad about it. And he, yeah, it was just his way of encouraging me. But that was that was probably one of his, his key characteristics, I think. Now that summed up his life for you, didn't it? As an encourager that many people benefited from, that spirit yeah, I think, of Yeah, I think so. He was, um, like, he imparted, I guess, a Christian heritage to, to us as well. Um, yeah, he, he wasn't perfect, I think... Um, Probably two things. I think that, that verse about exasperating your children, uh, I think that was written for him. He was, he was pretty good at winding us up at times. Um, 
and he's a bit of a procrastinator as well, which I think I've inherited. But um, yeah, just just his encouragement and and the other thing. Um, I can relate to Ben wanting to be around for your kids. He did that for us. He was a shift worker and uh, often rather than, than sleeping to catch up any sleep, he'd be at school for school events, often the only dad in a sea of mums, you know, in the 80s when we were at school. And that was something that had a big impact on me and something yeah. I really wanted to, be, to do yeah. uh, as a dad for my kids as well, to try and be around for those kinds of things. Yeah. So, yeah. Fantastic. Okay, let's get a bit personal now. You can hang on to the mic and work back the other way. What does being a father mean to you? Um, I think one thing is, and this is probably a bit a bit abstract, um, feeling like a link in, in a chain. So now I've got kids. So I've got parents and grandparents and then me and then kids. Um, so there's this sense of wanting to, uh, wanting to pass on what I've got that's good and pass it on to, those, to my kids so that they can... Um, they can thrive and do well and, and, um, and have a faith and know, know about God and those, those kinds of things. I think there's a real, um, like being part of a, like a heritage, I guess, that I want to be able to pass on to them. Sure. Okay. Um, and obviously looking after them and providing for them, but I think that mm. above, even above those things is wanting to, yeah. wanting to, to give them that, that opportunity and those... Um, Fantastic. That sort of a future, I guess. Sure. All right, thanks, Ben. Wayne, uh, what does is, what is being a father and a grandfather mean to you now? How, how do you think about that? Yeah, sure. Um, when I think of fatherhood, I guess, in the context of all our lives, uh, I suppose we, we have um, opportunities and abilities that we, we seek to sort of work out either through, through hobbies or our, our workplace um, and apply these things perhaps perhaps through through a business or to try and have a, a positive impact on the community um, or it might be through pursuing sporting things which are all great things and important parts of our lives but when I think of um, fatherhood there's actually this opportunity there to have an, a positive impact on the next generation um, and I think if I weigh that opportunity up against all the other things that I can do in my life which are important I think that the, the fatherhood opportunity and the ability to influence another generation is probably up there as the, the highest yeah. possible opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, some, some of us get that through being a father, some of us get that uh, through our, our jobs and being able to actually uh, influence and impact kids. Um, but fatherhood, I think, is, is a fantastic opportunity. It, it's probably mo- one of the most challenging things that we can ever have, but probably the most um, rewarding. Um, yeah, which is great. And, and when I think of um, being a grandparent, um, and what a great blessing it's been and joy for me to have these two little girls in my life now. There's another opportunity there, I think, to impact positively in a different way at a different stage of my life on those two girls. I think if Angela's looking at me now, she'd probably be thinking, I wonder when that's going to happen. Um, <laughs> Because at the moment, it's when, particularly with my two-year-old, when I see her, um, she gets a grin on her face, I do, and it's really about what sort of crazy, mad, borderline, dangerous thing can we do together in our time, and how many of these things can we, we cram in? Mm-hmm. Um, and even yesterday, I got to spend some time with her, and there's a bit of earthworks going on around her house at the moment. We spent the day chucking stones in this huge puddle, and at one point, I got this idea, what if I get this really big stone? 
It's like this big and chuck down and see how, what sort of a splash I can make. It was fantastic. But then I turned around and looked at her and she had all this, this mud all down the front of her. I was just sort of hoping her mum wouldn't ask me, well, I wonder how that happened. But, um, but I think with age comes maturity and wisdom. And I'm sort of hopeful that when the girls are a little bit older... Um, <laughs> they will actually have some maturity and perhaps sort of get me back on the straight and narrow and have a positive impact on them, but watch and see, yeah. That sounds great. I think um, Wayne needs a risk assessment on a couple of those things. Gary, if you could just talk to him afterwards. We run a few of those past Gary, he'll help you with those. Yeah. Good. That sounds great, Wayne. Ben, uh, what about you, mate? What, is, uh, what does being a dad mean to you? Um, I think uh, I heard it said a while ago that this generation stands on the shoulders of the previous one. And so I think as a parent, that's really what my aim is. Uh, you know, I want to put my kids on the accelerated learning program, I guess. Like, there's a whole lot of stuff I've learned, either positive or negative, and I want to make sure that they get to experience that through me. Um, I don't want them to have to suffer or go through some really stupid decisions. I want to be able to guide them and, and lead them in that. Um, and probably the other thing, I've been really lucky to find a career that suits my personality really well. Um, so I want to encourage them to dream big and be brave because yeah. um, life is so short that there's no point in holding back. You might as yeah. well just have a crack at it. So mm. I'll teach you everything I can and then, you know, go for it, I guess. Yeah. I now want to ask you guys about the rewarding aspects of fatherhood as well as the challenging um, before we wrap up and give a word of encouragement to all of our dads. So Thinking about being a dad, Ben, what, what, what's, the, what's the most rewarding thing uh, that you've found during that time? Uh, there's lots of little things, I guess. Probably for me, uh, walking up the stairs into the kitchen and getting a coat, uh, like a big hug, is, uh, is pretty awesome. Um, also, when spontaneously your kids tell you that you're actually a good dad and you're doing a good job, that's, yeah. that's really nice. But I think the number one for me is actually when you watch your kids interacting with other people... And they, uh, they're gracious, they're courteous, they're loving, they're kind, and you're like, man, maybe some of that stuff is actually working. Yeah. Like, you know, sometimes at home it's definitely not like that, but when you see them interact, you're like, yes, obviously we're heading in the right path. So mm. just reaffirming also for me that as a parent, things are actually going okay sometimes. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Wayne, what about you? The most rewarding aspects of being a dad? Yeah, um, I think as a dad, there's, there's all manner of shared experiences that you have along the way which are a lot of fun um, and fantastic but I, I think probably the most rewarding thing for me uh, with my two uh, kids is actually sort of seeing them develop through their entire life to this point. I mean they're, they're adults now but it, it's just been really amazing to sort of give them opportunities to try different things, find out uh, where their passions lie, where their skills lie um, where they can actually develop and as I see them now as adults it's just fantastic to see um, th their character um, the way that they um, contribute well within their churches as well um, it's been fantastic um, being part of um, participating in them being baptised on separate occasions, just fantastic to see them uh, actually come into a personal, not an inherited relationship with, with God and, and to, to share that mm. and to just see them having positive impacts on, in relationships, uh, contributing in their workplace, that's what really thrills me the most. Mm. Um, it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. Ben? can't believe no one said the licence to tell dad jokes. <laughs> Surely that's one of the... No. Um, I, think, I think similar, seeing... Um, 
seeing them grow and develop and and uh, learn things and try things and and maybe get it wrong but be willing to try again and um, you know not singling Andy out too much but he's had his third season of soccer this year and they sadly lost lost their last game though it would have been undefeated the whole season otherwise um, you know the first first year he played they lost uh, I think he won first game and then drew the second one and then lost all the rest of the season oh, so to okay. see I mean that's one example in one domain but to see that development in all of them yeah. I think particularly with with Hannah um, celebrating the her development which is a, a bit yeah. different and a bit bit yeah. slower um, but you know hitting those milestones with her uh, yeah. has been something that's been really yeah. great to watch as Absolutely. a dad and a yeah. privileged position I guess yeah. as a dad to watch that stuff yeah that's great I mean we're also talking to you guys about challenging aspects so why don't you tell us about Hannah and the particular set of circumstances that she faces and, and how you and yep. Kathy work through that? So, so Hannah's our middle, middle child, um, has middle child syndrome, as many middle children do, but she's got another a genetic syndrome called Cornelia DeLange syndrome that she was born with. Uh, and the short version of that is that means she has quite significant health issues, uh, particularly when she was younger. I spent a lot of time in hospital, probably till she was about six, would have had a minimum of half a dozen hospital visits a year at least uh, but she also has um, uh, intellectual issues so global developmental delay which means she's functionally probably between a two and three year old for most things um, she'll progress a bit but you know she'll never probably never live on her own or, th- or be independent or those kinds of things so um, so that's obviously a big challenge for us, especially early on. Uh, we had Andy and then later Pete. Uh, and obviously spending a lot of time in and out of hospital with Hannah, that was, that was difficult to balance trying to be parents to, to the boys as well as looking after Hannah and worrying about that. So um, that was, I guess, a, a big challenge for us around, uh, around Hannah. Um, I guess more generally, I think one of the big challenges of being a dad is, is just around being consistent around discipline and those kinds of things. I don't mm. think I'd do a fantastic job of yeah. that, um, always. I'm sure Andy's kind of <laughs> laughing at me there. Uh, yeah. So I think, yeah, that's, that's a, bit of a, a bit of a challenge, trying to, mm. to do a good job of that and yeah. just um, be on the same page with mum on you know, what, what we're doing and what yeah, we're sure. not doing at various yeah. times. It's always a bit of, a, bit of an adventure. Ben, I thank you for sharing that, and um, I, I think I, I can. I just want to step in here. You, you, when we were talking, you said uh, that every family is different, so every family's got its own challenges, and uh, I just think the way that you and Kathy uh, just navigate uh, what it means to be parents is just fantastic. And the, when I was thinking about you guys last night, the phrase that came into my mind was an excellent spirit. That they've both got an excellent spirit. So uh, you Thanks, Dave. Uh, look, I just I know I'd say that on behalf of the whole church, and uh, you guys are a great example to all of us, and and you warm our hearts, and it's great to to have you among us and to sharing those those reflections with us. So thank you, um, uh, Wayne. Uh, your turn now. Challenging aspects. Uh, at least one of your kids is here, so don't say too much. Um, <laughs> what are they with being a dad? Yeah. I think for me, uh, what I find challenging most and have found is, is balance, uh, and that's, that's on a number of fronts. Balance in time, um, I think particularly when the kids are young, um, when I really believe uh, 
the, the benefit you can pour in the kids is your time. Uh, when they're young, I sort of found that sort of time when, when my career was really demanding, um, you know, a lot, lot of pressures in terms of building a relationship um, with Angela, just establishing myself, you know, involved in other things um, in terms of church and sport and stuff. And actually just finding the time is such a challenge for me, I think, to get that, get that right. Um, I think the other is is getting that balance of knowing when you need to sort of strongly guide your kids rather than when do you need to stand back and let them sort of find their own way and trying to just get that right and that's different at different ages but trying to get the sweet spot there really tough as well and probably the, the third area is is the balance of actually sort of living a godly life and being a good example um, when you know, it's really easy to get drawn into um, not knowing when to be angry, when to forgive, when to sort of ask them for forgiveness. Um, how do you be consistent? Um, a bit like what Ben's saying as well. That that's a real struggle, and you just know that um, through your actions, you're going to have the, the greatest impact, I think, on the lives of your kids. Mm. But you know, I'm not perfect, and I'm flawed, and just just having that that tension as well is a tough thing. But I know, you know, the Lord's helped me with that. But, yeah, they're the, they're the challenges for me. Sure. Yeah. And, and Ben? Uh, I concur with what everyone else has said, um, <laughs> definitely. Uh, probably the one thing for me also is just uh, expectations. Mm. Uh, you know, especially, like, we touched on discipline a little bit, but I used to think, like, having 100% compliant kids was success. Um, but really, I also want my kids who, are, you know, are Christ-centred, they're strong, they're willing to take on the world... And that doesn't always come with being compliant. So I've got to try and balance out, you know, the strength that they're showing and the resilience that they're showing and the actions they're showing in terms of just do what Dad says. So there's yeah. this, this balance of uh, trying to maintain that, I guess. Sure. Now, we're going to... I want to give you one more go, uh, but we're going to have to wrap up. And it's going to combine a few things together, folks. Um, I really want to finish with each of you giving a word of encouragement to dads and parents that are here today but also just reflecting on how your relationship with God the Father uh, impacts that encouragement and and how that's helped you and how you might like to see that help other dads uh, who are here today some of whom are you know followers of Jesus some who aren't Uh, so maybe if you could finish up Ben with a word of encouragement and just reflect on your relationship with God the Father at the same time uh sure um (laughs) I guess probably the, the thing I've learned more about God now that I'm a parent is that every child is unique. Um, you can't treat everybody the same. And so when you look around and see God has different ways of interacting and talking to people, I really get an understanding of why that is. Because if I talk to one child a certain way that I do to the other, it would cause a completely different reaction. So I think it's actually really opened my eyes in terms of how God treats us all as individuals and he meets us all individually. Mm. There's no sort of blanket rule about how God wants to father his children. Um, And in terms of an encouragement, I guess I'm probably not so much of an encourager, but more just I think no one ever said being a dad was going to be easy. I think if you walk in with the expectation that it's going to be easy and everything's rock and roll and, you know, it's going to be fine, you're actually going to really suffer. Um, I think you've got to learn to manage your expectations. Uh, and probably the other thing is don't always listen to the school of popular opinion. Like, uh, you know, God as his father has given us the Bible in terms of an instruction about how to be a parent. Yeah. 
Mm. So popular opinion and, you know, the Facebook highlight reel of everybody else's life compared to your drudgery uh, is not a good place to go and get sources of information. Yeah. I think um, you really want to go back to the source, which is God who designed fatherhood yeah. and ask him for advice rather than what everybody else online seems to think. Sure. And that's, that's sort of been really liberating for me. Yeah, that's fantastic. Thanks, Ben. Um, Wayne, uh, a word of encouragement for dads here today and maybe some reflection on your relationship with God the Father and how that impacts that. Yeah, sure. And it's probably built really well on what, what Ben's had to say. Um, I think I say to any, any dad, uh, if, you, if you're finding it tough... Um, you're with many, many friends in in that regard. Fatherhood's really interesting that you sort of start, um, you're suddenly a father and you're actually finding your way. There's not like some magic qualification that you have and um, you're trying things as you go. Uh, you learn things, you might nail some things. When you think you've got it all sorted out, uh, kids have got a little bit older and then, then everything's changed. You've got to learn it, relearn it all again. Um, uh, some of what you do, uh, you might sow time and effort and you might not see the rewards for, for quite some time. Um, ben spoke about advice. I think through your life there are many people that will come and give you advice. Um, some of that advice is just really wrong. Um, some of it's right. So actually trying to sort of weave your way through that advice, and it's good to seek that, is a, is a tough thing um, as well. Um, and then, then if, if we perhaps reflect on where does, where does God fit into all this, um, it is amazing that, that both we have a relationship um, with a God that, that loves us and wants to equip us, but um, that, that same God um, loves our children um, more, than, more than we do, knows them uh, better than we do. Um, if our kids don't know him, he's, he's at work in their lives as well. Um, and I think probably the encouragement for me is, you know, I pray for my kids almost every day in terms of things in their lives that, that I would like him to be, be active in. I thank him um, for those, those kids um, most days as well. But I just know that in addition... To what I'm doing, God's actually at work as well, and, and just knowing um, that He is there all the time with them, even when I can't. Um, he wants to have a relationship with them, wants what's best for them, wants to work things out over the long time frame. is is just fantastic, and knowing that you know both me and what God's doing is is going to be in the best interest for those kids in the long term, and that that's what helps me through the the tough times. So, thanks. Um, <clears throat> don't have a whole lot to add to that. Both really, really helpful. Um, just would say, I guess, um, yeah, grace and mercy from God is something as a dad that's good because you, you're going to get it wrong and you're going to realise you get it wrong and you can't wallow in that. You've just got to, got to keep going and, and keep persisting and keep trying. So um, trust in God for that. And I think extend that to your kids as well. Um, you know, God, God's a father who... who um, you know, loves us more than we could imagine, really, and so uh, we need to try and reflect that for our kids. Um, and that's going to look, you know, that just doesn't mean giving them what they want, but that means giving them the discipline, and the care that as, as best we can, and trusting God when we when we get that wrong. Um, in terms of, you know, if you're having a hard time being a dad or not not sure about it, um, other dads, I think, uh, are good. Yeah, sometimes you can look. I think. 
Well, we were talking about it, um, Dave. I think when when Kathy and I got married, we talked to lots of older couples, not necessarily yeah. Christians, but other people, and they were really open with us about uh, their struggles and what worked and what didn't work for them in their relationship. And I think this the same with dads. I think yeah. there's dads around, hopefully, that you have or you can... And most, most will be happy to talk to you um, if you approach them and, and say, yeah, look, I don't know either, or... Um, or give you advice, or this worked, or you know, don't do this because this didn't work. And, and yeah, as, sure. as these guys have said, you've got to weigh that up for yourself yeah. and your own circumstances. And is this right? But um, but yeah, I guess just persist as a dad. Yeah. God's given these kids to you, um, yeah. and He will give you what you need to uh, to parent them. Fantastic, fellas. Thanks so much for sharing this morning, and thank you for being so open and honest about your stories and. Uh, it's interesting to note that each of you uh, lead or co-lead a connect group in our church, which are great sources of encouragement when it comes to being a dad. So there's a great example for us there as well. So thanks for everything you do in our church. Thanks for what you do as dads. And uh, thanks for sharing with us this morning. Folks, why don't you put your hands together for our Father's Day panel. Thanks, guys. You can get rid of those. That'd be great. Okay, uh, our team is coming down now to close our service with an item. Uh, Before they do, I'd just like to uh, lead you all in a prayer and uh, we're going to pray now for our dads and our service here today. Father, we thank you so much for what it means to be a part of this church community and we thank you also for the fact that we are not fathers on our own, that in fact we are surrounded by a loving community but we've also got a loving God. So, Father, we thank you for the examples that we've seen this morning, the information that we've heard, but also the heart of those who want to lead in a way and be a father in a way that reflects your character. So we pray for all of our dads now, Lord. We pray for those dads that we heard from. We pray for ourselves and we just say, help us, Lord, in our mission and ministry in the world as fathers, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Just to finish off the service um, this morning, we're going to sing a song. It's a song that's fairly well known. Um, I just encourage you just to sit and listen and just allow the the truth of the words of who our Father is and how much he loves us to wash over you uh, as you head out into the rest of the day. stories of what they think you're like but I've heard the tender whisper of love in the dead of night and you tell me that you're pleased and that I'm never alone you're a good good father it's who you are, it's who you are, it's who you are, and I'm loved by you. It's who I am, it's who I am, it's who I am. And I've seen many searching for answers.
together today as a church community and especially to have you with us as our guests. We'd like to invite everyone now to hang around for a spot of...